If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together. We'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, evolution seen through the ageless wisdom. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. The Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The entire evolutionary process is, in the last analysis, the working out of the interrelation between God and his world. If this is so, why do you think there is so much conflict between different religions concerning evolution? I think myself that it has to do with um, perhaps an incomplete understanding of what the implications of evolution really are. Because there's this cleavage that's developed um, on the whole issue, as if you believe in God and therefore can't accept the idea of evolution, or you consider yourself scientifically minded and you don't uh, have any respect or understanding of the religious view. And I hope through this program today we can show that the Ageless Wisdom offers um, a perspective that seems, to my mind at least, to reconcile both science and religion on the subject of evolution. Darwin's theories, he being the real pioneer in the whole developing theory of evolution, with his origin of species, his theories, I believe, are being somewhat questioned now by scientists, but basically they remain, to my understanding, esoterically correct in the idea of selection through mutation, through change and discrimination. As I understand it, that's the essence of the um, theory of evolution posited by Darwin, that it occurs through mutation, change, and discrimination. And 
the age of wisdom would say that is because of the faculty of intelligence in matter that there is an intelligence even in the very simplest organisms that's why evolution is essentially a question of um, the evolution of consciousness and uh, we, we tend to look on the form that it's a matter of the mutation of the form which it is but uh, that mutation is a result of uh, consciousness whether it's the uh, instinctual consciousness of the, the birds that uh, Darwin studied or the consciousness of an atom for that matter and the consciousness of a human being that is what uh, really is driving the um, changing the constant changes that are taking place in the form nature the debate in the United States where, where it's particularly heated seems to be resolved in the idea of God being both imminent, present within all forms of his creation, and God transcendent, existing beyond and apart from the manifested worlds. God as source, as the one whose purpose is working out through his plan, that's God transcendent, and God as the principle of intelligence within every atom of uh, substance, that's God imminent. And that innate intelligence, which we're told can be found in even the simplest organisms, the jellyfish, the amoeba, whatever, is what endows that organism with the capacity for discrimination to react to temperature, heat, uh, pressure, and so on. And that ad adaptation, that capacity to adapt, is an early sign of the power to evolve toward perfection. And I don't understand why this capacity isn't recognized as a divine endowment by those of religious faith. Why does that not inspire them to see what they would call the hand of the Creator? Only because it's not said in a particular religious book? Well, if you take the word creation <clears throat> literally and concretely, I suppose that's uh, that's how they interpret it. So it's just it's something that's created, and it sounds like from the way they describe it that it's you know uh, a sculptor creates a marble statue and it just sits there. And uh, but creation isn't like that. God is created an evolving system, an evolving process. So it's, it's a matter of both, actually, the scientific view and the religious view. And they need to come together, I think. Mm -hmm. Alice mm -hmm. Bailey said that the truth of God imminent is the clue to the evolutionary process. And she said it's the eternal hope of all kingdoms in nature Evolution, she said, is the adjusting of the matter aspect to the spirit aspect, those two components making up life, spirit and matter, being one and yet seemingly mutually opposed to each other, evolution being the force that uh, matter um, provides to give spirit an adequate body of expression. And the whole goal of evolution, as you said, is the attainment of consciousness on all planes. Although it seems so far 
The progress that we note is basically on the physical plane, thanks to science, the enormous changes and developments in um, uh, technology and in hygiene and so on. But all planes of existence, emotional and mental, also are evolving. And uh, evolution has to be judged uh, accordingly. Right, and at least the ageless wisdom gives us a much larger and a broader perspective on this whole question of evolution because uh, there is an awful lot going on in this um, in this whole process that is not recognized but it's it's still going on it has to do with the not only human beings that are evolving it is the whole planet itself is evolving it's like an organism a living organism that is constantly changing and everything upon it is changing mm-hmm. because uh, <clears throat> it it is the force of evolution that is working upon the uh, all the substances all all the life forms let's say to reach a certain grade of perfection and uh, it is like in a human being it is the soul that is within that is creating this unfolding process and it is that within part of the nature that uh, is not seem to be recognized as much I think it's important to point out that evolution is an ongoing process. Uh, The earth and everything that lives upon it is not a a done deal. It's not a finished uh, product, and it's not static. What could be more contrary to evolution than the static existence of life with no hope for progress? If you ever go to that exhibit in um, the Museum of Natural History here in New York, they have... uh, a particular exhibit that shows the progression of the earth itself and the shifting of the continents from eons ago to the present. And you watch the the continents breaking away from each other, rejoining each other in new um, patterns of relationship, Africa moving away from uh, India and so on. And it's just fascinating. And it shows how life is always in flux, always in change. And that's true right now. And that's the earth itself, the mineral level. But Alice Bailey, the Ageless Wisdom, say all kingdoms, animal, vegetable, as well as mineral and human, are in this process of evolving. All of it is the inner intelligence within every atom of substance becoming increasingly responsive to higher levels of vibration. And it is that very higher level of vibration that constantly works upon that which is lower. In other words, it is the um, achieving of a synthesis between the higher and the lower that eventually enables the light of God to come and shine through this form because that is the ultimate objective behind this whole process is to make this a lighted planet a translucent planet and all the forms including the human being uh, that's why it is stressed even in the Bible where it says uh, be ye perfect even as your father in heaven is perfect it is that striving for a higher rate of vibration in your own substance that's why 
you strive to be perfect because eventually you, you become more translucent and you, you begin to reflect the light of the soul more clearly. And this, this capacity to respond to increasingly higher levels of vibration is happening through evolution, not just in the human kingdom, but on the lower levels too. The progression of the mineral kingdom to a point of radioactivity demonstrates um, a capacity within that kingdom, within mineral matter, to transform itself to a stage where it can actually radiate light. And the capacity within the vegetable kingdom to develop certain plants that give off perfume, such as the rose or whatever, that's uh, an example of an increasingly refined vibratory rate. And within animals, I suppose it's the capacity for devotion? Yes, I, I would say in the animal the kingdom. A loyal dog? Um, might be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's the, the help. That's where the human kingdom comes into play, too, because mm-hmm. the human kingdom uh, can uh, help lift the animal kingdom up, and that's one of our responsibilities, yeah. Well, I was wondering if this capacity to respond to a higher level of vibration through evolution might explain why we find it so hard to understand why people don't always think the way we do, why they don't seem to get what we understand, why they don't seem to respond to certain forms of culture, certain ideas, certain ways of behaving that we think are infinitely better than the lower grades of forms. I was wondering if that might have to do with the level of evolution, because we're not all on the same uh, plane necessarily, even though we all share a common humanity. Look at the political process, where we wonder all of us why people who hold views different from ours simply can't respond to the people and the ideas we favor. How can they not get it, we ask ourselves. Perhaps it has to do with this different level of vibration that you can't respond to something higher than your present state of consciousness? Could it's be. A theory. <laughs> for those people who just turned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today, Evolution Seen Through the Ageless Wisdom. We have a special offer from Luce's Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, The Consciousness of the Atom. Now, a little... Uh, blurb or pray see on the book might be uh, the following, uh, give you a little idea what the book is about. Uh, The atom, and I quote, the atom emerges as a minute but complete replica of the energy structure common to all forms of life, cosmic, planetary, planetary, human, and subhuman. It's now available for $12, free shipping if you mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. So what you need to do if you want to take advantage of this offer is send a check or money money order to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And uh, this book, The Consciousness of the Atom, it's it's a book that you can rely on to give you in-depth, more in-depth knowledge about the topic that uh, Sarah and Dell are discussing today the ev- evolution scenes for the ageless wisdom. So if you're interested in this topic, uh, you can 
uh, go in further depth and perhaps even get a more complete understanding if you order this book that's at a special discount today. It's called uh, uh, the, Consci <coughs> the Consciousness of the Atom. Once again, it's by Alice Bailey. So send your check home on the order, $12, to Lucis Publishing, L-U-C-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. We appreciate all the support uh, that you've given us in the past. That's what's kept us on this uh, station, this great station, for eight years now. So thanks to you, we've remained on, and um, uh, we appreciate your support, uh, your support and um, thank you very much for it. Uh, we're at a point, though, where uh, uh, things are economically very tight. As many of you know, we're going through a very t bad time. All of us are economically. So your donations have not been as forthcoming. We certainly understand it, but we're at a critical point. Even your individual donations probably won't help too much right now. What we need now, since we're at the 11th hour, is uh, a miracle. <laughs> and that might come in the form of an underwriter, some corporation or individual who would sponsor the show. And, uh, well, what would you get for that uh, in return? Well, the truest form of giving, I guess, and the highest most divine form of giving is to give without expecting anything in return, but uh, I think what you would get is the knowledge that uh, you're contributing, and, and if it weren't for you, uh, this fine show that talks about integrity, values, uh, achieving um, uh, a state of uh, divine consciousness and evolving towards that uh, would be something that you would make possible for all people to hear. So that would, uh, if it were me, and I could do it, that certainly would bring me a lot of satisfaction. Uh, so if there is someone out there who would like to uh, underwrite this show, sponsor the show entirely, well, uh, we certainly welcome you because we're at a critical point right now. Uh, you can send us a letter to uh, Lucis Trust if you're interested in being an underwriter, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Also, our toll-free number, if you'd like a general package of information, or to make contact with us for some reason, give us a call at 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS, LUCIS, L-U-C-I-S. All of our InterSight programs can be heard on our website at www lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. We're speaking about a theme which is evolution seen through the ageless wisdom. And my thought was that um, if vibration is so important, and it seems as though um, uh, the more divine uh, uh, a person is, the higher the vibration, uh, what can one do to increase his own vibration? Because everything, including the human being, vibrates. So... I would think uh, mastering the capacity to think beyond oneself is the next stage for a lot of human beings. We have supposedly in our particular uh, evolutionary trend, that of the stage of being human, evolved most of us from a stage of herd or mass consciousness 
into a stage of being individual, the stage of individual consciousness. And that's the stage we see so much in the world today where it's all about me. And people live as if they are islands in a sea of human beings, but with no real sense of relationship. And we see this in groups and in nations, living as if they're a law unto themselves with no regard or acknowledgement that they share uh, a planet, not only with other human beings, but with other kingdoms. So moving beyond the stage of self-centeredness would be, I think, a tremendous breakthrough. And that's what's in front of humanity today. And that is why the founding of the United Nations, imperfect though it is, was such a tremendous achievement in terms of human evolution. It was a recognition that the nations of the world have a responsibility and an undeniable uh, interrelationship with each other and as representatives of humanity they must find a way to work things out rather than war. Right, and that word relationship is the key to it all because um, uh, it is building right human relations that and this is stressed so much in the Ageless Wisdom teachings to build right human relations that not only between yourself and your, your fellow workers but between um, between states and between the governments and between governments of the world uh, and between nations. It is then that the energies of goodwill begin to flow and those are the, that is the energy that will uh, release so much of the light of God into the world. And so this is the, uh, the reason why building right human relationships is stressed, and that's one way you can increase your vibration, is through um, the building relationships. The evolutionary urge, Alice Bailey said, exists innately in all matter, but it's in the human stage that it becomes conscious, a conscious choice. And that reminds me of something a co-worker was uh, telling about. She gives tutorial help to small children after school and on Saturdays. And she was telling about one little boy about seven years old who was coming to her regularly for help with his studies. And he came one day with a list of subjects he wanted to learn about. And she described how radiant his face was and how expectant and enthusiastic and full of hope this young boy was because he had things to learn. And if that isn't the force of evolution in the human being, I don't know what is. I think it's absolutely marvelous. If we could find a way as parents and teachers to stimulate that urge to learn that's so prominent in very young children to explore their world and to learn about their place in the world, that would be stimulating the power of evolution. Yes, and that's the stimulating power of the soul, no doubt. Yes. The impact of the soul on that little consciousness, and that's really the whole thrust behind this force of evolution, is to gain a higher in sensitivity, a heightened sensitivity, so that you are more sensitive to the soul and to these higher impacts. Unfortunately, I think for a lot of us, we learn that the, the worth of that goal the hard way. 
we seem to belong human beings to the school of hard knocks and we learn through bitter experience or as someone once said men learn said men learn by means of evil that good is best that seems to be how so many human beings learn and that's why the the parable in the bible of the prodigal son is so um touching and so full of um uh, self-awareness the prodigal son being the one who left his father's home and explored every possible uh, indulgement of the lower desires and so on until he became satiated and fed up in a sense and empty and then he said to himself I will arise and go to my father and that spiritually is the crisis point in the journey of evolution when the human being seeks out this higher more subjective realm of life and turns away from the purely material and um, uh, emotional and sensual elements of life. Right, and this higher aspect, the higher soul aspect, eventually, gradually becomes a, a substitute for that which was lower and coarser. Mm-hmm. And, and the... Uh, your whole vibration begins to change. You're literally uh, fluffing off all the coarse atoms in your nature, in your body, every day. And you, the more you work on drawing in the higher qualities, the higher energies, the more you will begin to substitute those higher qualities for the lower It it does involve relinquishment. It does involve the willingness to give up the lesser for the greater, to let go of the lower grade of uh, thought or of uh, action or of um, uh, pleasure for something higher and finer. That's part of the process of mutation and adaptation that's so intrinsic a part of uh, evolution. Learning to choose better get over uh, worse, learning to discern the difference between higher and lower. That involves relinquishment. Wasn't it St. Paul who touched on that? When I was a child, I thought as a child, I spoke as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. We mm. can't have it all. Alice Bailey had some very interesting ideas on evolution. Her book, Consciousness of the Atom, uh, which you mentioned, Robert, is such a, a fascinating introduction introduction to the subject. One of her interesting insights is that the Christ principle or the 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 Christ life exists not only with the human within the human being but in all stages of uh, life. And she said it is the Christ life in all forms which is the cause of that evolutionary urge. She said it's the Christ life which makes the steadily unfolding expression of divinity possible and that it's deep within the heart of every human being. It's that urge that brings him to the point where he is ready to move out of the human kingdom into the kingdom of the soul. And so every one of us on this evolutionary path in a way becomes Virgin Mary giving birth to this indwelling Christ when we more consciously tread the path of our spiritual evolution. Please take advantage of our special offer. And the special offer is from Lucis Publishing Company, 
And it's one of the Alice Bally books, the title of which is The Consciousness of the Atom. A little blurb from the book is as follows. The atom emerges as a minute but complete replica of the energy structure common to, common to all forms of life, cosmic, planetary, human, and subhuman. It's available for $12. Please send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing, L-U-C-I-S for Lucis, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. It's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, statement's coming at ya, statement's coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.